Hi guys, welcome to today's episode of the ALT podcast or the off podcast, whatever you want to call it. You can hear the excitement in my voice because after this episode, I get to go and rest, you know, I'm just on wine, you know, and sip wine on the beach, I hope. Yeah, today is the Ask ALT episode and you guys have sent in your questions. I want to say thank you to everybody who sent in their questions and i want to say better luck next time to those who sent their questions after 12 um on thursday i'm i'm sorry that i'm not gonna answer some of them because we're trying to be disciplined here so uh next year or next time send in your questions before before the time that i give you guys to send it so I don't know if I'm going to make this an annual thing or uh quarterly. Well we'll find out as time goes on. Yeah. So I'm just going to go straight to it. I wanted to do a brief introduction before, but you people already know me now. So I don't know what I'm introducing myself for. You guys know my name. You guys okay, you guys don't know what I do. I don't know if I'm ready to tell you guys what I do yet. But that you guys know me, right? Uh okay, let me just dive straight into it. Um So, first question says, if you had absolute power over this country and could enact five laws that would stick, what would they be? Hey, five laws that would stick. I have so many. I think I should just do ten, right? Because there's so many things in my head and I'm I'm like a 50-50 balance of serious and non-serious. So, I can't just tell you people five. It's not going to... It's not balanced. I like even numbers, guys. So I would do I probably would do ten. First of all, right? I'm going to make Amala and Gregory and Iwidu and all that roundabout and everything. Nigeria's official food. I'm sorry. You either take it or leave it. Deal with it. If you can't deal with it, you can leave the country. Yes. That's gonna be the first thing I'm gonna do so that I can wake up and eat it every day. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, okay, to be serious now, guys, I would make uh, education compulsory in the sense that if you don't send your child or ward to school, you probably would be prosecuted, yeah? Because education is very important up until that individual is an adult and then you decide for yourself that you don't want to go to school. I feel like even if you don't want to go to uh, a tertiary institution, the first two, what's it called? First two institutions or first two steps are very important in shaping and framing a, man, a man's mind. And by man, I mean both sexes. I'm not trying to say just men, right? Because, I mean, we have a lot of people on the streets who do the worst, my God. And you're trying to relate with them and you can't. Not because... uh. This is something that is above their reach. But if they had that education, they would the world would be a better place if everybody went to school, is what I'm saying. I mean, there are cool people who didn't go to school, but then the ratio is really low. The world would be a very, very much better place if people went to school, right? Number three. Yes. Period leaves, guys. I'm sorry. if And I don't even have the worst periods. I stay around women all of the time, and I see how terrible their periods are. My period is most of the time seamless it's just sometimes i get really irritable and when i'm irritable i'm sorry for everybody around me but that rarely happens i don't have 
cramps like everybody else i don't have you know all that madness the heavy flows and all of that so i don't even know how hard it is for some people but i know how uncomfortable i am in these days talk more of people who who have like heavy flows who have to have to change like every two hours because if they don't they will leak or people who have like heavy cramps or nausea irritation then you guys know that periods come with a lot of things here you have period insomnia which is something that i used to experience till i found a way out of it period insomnia you have hot sweats you know just sweats out of the blue and it's hot neck aches my god that was one heavy symptom for me whenever my period was coming my whole neck would be on fire i have no idea why maybe because i'm crouched over a lot of the time but like um uh neck pains you know out of plenty of other things there's nausea there's diarrhea there's acne itching i forgot to talk about itching my body itches like crazy when my period is coming so this is just for me guys i don't even know and i know it's worse for people out there and then you now expect me to still function like the average person at times like this honestly i feel like a woman should take that one week off because we only get a week a month to rest because there's period there's one week pre-period and then after period you have ovulation which comes with cramps sometimes comes with all sorts you'll be unnecessarily emotional all of that and then there's that one week where you rest before the pre-period again and all of that it's just a lot guys so please period leaves i don't want to know period leaves and free sanitary pads because we didn't ask for these things i don't know why we have to pay for something that is imposed on us (laughs) well i mean it's because i mean Think about it. People who have to always change and all of that. Free sanitary pads, free tampons, free menstrual cups, all of these things. I would create funding for them. I'm sorry if I sound very sexist, but women go through the through the through the worst things. Ah, uh, yes, I'm going to ban egusi and beans. So it will be my law that nobody egusi and beans eating egusi and beans is a punishable punishable offense yes punishable offense by law i'm gonna give a law that says egusi and beans is banned from this country eat other soups eat other food but not beans and okay i'll put a clause in the law that says if you have to eat beans you can eat it at moimoya or akara but no beans it's an atrocity yeah um mm, anybody above 60 should be removed from politics so the retirement age for politics to be 60 i don't want to know and 60 is even a stretch to be honest if i want to check my heart i'll say 50 but then there are some 50 year olds 50 to 60 year olds who are still vibrant here so above 60 be removed from politics i'm not gonna go deep into this so that i don't get emotional right remove it everybody should be a plant's parents yes I feel like it teaches people how to be responsible. If you think of your plants and take care of them. And also, you know, would go green. It would sort of reduce the, uh, what's the called that we have? The depletion of the ozone layer, global warming that we're having, yeah? So it would go green. Everybody would be a plant parent. It doesn't have to be an indoor plant. Indoor, outdoor, everybody should have at least a plant that they have to their name that is their child. Right? Yes, that's that. Um... Rapists should be killed, not put in prison, not taken to rehabilitation, 
all of that and this is coming from such a very it's such a painful place for me because i've heard the worst stories this week guys people do not want to know i've heard the worst stories so right now i'm in a place where i don't want to know i don't want to know if somebody rapes somebody especially if it's a child kill them please but ensure that they are tortured before they die i don't want to know because i feel like if you let those people back in society they will do it again i don't think human beings learn honestly let me not get angry um not when deodorant is a crime so thou must wear deodorant thou must wear deodorant right that's gonna be a law uh what else what else what else what else cashless policy so the use of cash i would state a law that say that the use of cash would be reduced to certain only very important things which i can't even think of right now everybody use your card that way we will kind of stop the spread of the virus you know which i don't know if we're going to get rid of anytime soon yeah so cashless policy i'm going to ensure that cashless policy is a thing um therapists in every organization this is this should have been my number one law honestly because it is a lot you know work can be overwhelming sometimes and then you just need someone to talk to and you know every organization should have a therapist it would be a punishable offense if you don't have a therapist because the mental health of your employees are important even your own mental health as the employer is important i hope people enjoyed my laws and people can see that i'm gonna be a very good governor or president okay absolute power over the country yeah i'm gonna be a very good president so vote for me when i come out all right <sighs> this next the next two questions are you're giving me a headache and i know who sent these questions right my best friend guys sent me a question that says how do i poison my best friend what do i do with this woman please what do i do with her i don't know i don't know what to do with this, this woman I would like to actually see you people's responses, but I'm going to give her my own response. So, but I would like to see people's responses on how she can poison her best friend. Me, I would say, find the things that are not good for your best friend's health. Say, uh, snacks, fattening foods, sugar. They're not good for her health. So, you can buy her a chocolate of chocolates. You can buy her, uh, uh, Chocolate chip cookies that she so loves, but she needs to stop eating so that she can. Let me tell you, poisoning is very is it's relative, right? It can be you know poisoning her ambition of you know losing that one size that she has gained. So you can buy her a chocolate of chocolate chip cookies, and you poison that ambition. And the more she eats, the closer she is to death. Sure, you get buy her a chocolate of chocolates, buy her a chocolate of wine. All her favorite things that are, she's not supposed to be eating or doing, you know, so that, you know, she can live better. Buy those things for her. I believe that's the best way to poison her. She would die sooner than you think. But when she dies, what are you going to do with yourself? Please, I would like to, to the sender of this question, I would like you to answer this question. If she dies, what are you going to do with yourself? <laughs> Third question. How do I move on since my best friend wants new friends? I'm tired, guys. I'm tired. I can't go through every day, everything that happens in my life every day, and this is what I have to deal with. 
how do you move on since your best friend wants new friends leave her alone go and make new friends yourself then you can come and commune with your best friend from time to time it's good for people to miss each other sometimes absence makes the heart fonder right so how will you move on you will move on you have the holy spirit you have jesus you move on you'll be fine allow your best friend make new friends also what did you do to her that she has to leave you to make new friends repair that and you'll be fine okay i think i'm done with that i'm not going back there <laughs> someone said why do women say they want something but they want something else <laughs> my god why do women say they want something but they want something else wow this is a very <laughs> you say i'm on this table i'm on this table so i don't even know how to answer you i think ba, that because of how observant our observant nature hmm, enables us to know to an extent what people want without them saying it because of how we are natural nurturers right so we expect the same energy in return I mean, I'm talking for myself now when I answer this. And I don't know if this person is showing a shade at me by asking me this question. But I'm talking for myself when I say, if I know someone very well, I know what they like and what they don't like. So, I know that you know that I hate a goosey soup. I don't expect you to come and ask me if I eat a goosey soup. I'll tell you yes, because that's a very daft question to ask me. And if you are now daft enough to go and bring that goosey soup, turn that will fire you. And I'm going to give you attitude for the rest of the day. Do you understand? I think that's where this, I think whoever it is you have a problem with, I think that's where they are coming from. Because you should know this person enough. Now I'm even being serious. You should know this person enough to know that oh they don't like this thing or they don't want this thing. But if it comes to food, I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. Usually we don't know what we want until we see the food, right? So if you are making an order and you ask, will you eat wings? Will you eat so and so? It still comes back to the point that you should know that I like this thing. So order my own. Don't be asking me where you just order it. When it comes, if I don't eat it, then you can be angry. But they will say, I'll say no. I used to you believe me. You now go and buy your own. And you expect that we'll not eat it together. We have to eat it together. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So I I think it's relative. It depends on if it's a serious issue. I think women should actually speak up, right? We should not be spoiled brats. We should actually speak up about things that we want. Because to be very honest, I tell you people something. To be very honest, a lot of men are clueless, right? You will hit them with a brick in their face. They still will not know. You will throw signs, all the red lights, green lights, rainbow colors, guys. They still won't get it. So just say it and just make it easier for yourself. I've learned this lesson. When it comes to food, I haven't learned. But in life, just tell them, I don't like this thing. And I don't like it. I want this thing. Because if you are telling them you are doing, 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 and you expect them to understand they don't understand so to men right when you when you do these things for your women right or sisters or women around you generally they say they want something and then you can figure out that you because you know them you know they don't want this thing there's a feeling of uh i don't know if to call it importance that they have i know how happy i feel when i say oh i don't want something and Someone can figure out that, oh, it's not because she doesn't want these things. It's probably because she's angry that you would even ask, right? And then they go ahead and do what I want. It's so, I mean, that day, anything you want, you get it. I mean, they're going to be so nice to you. Just name it, you get it. So, I think you guys too, it's a, I'm giving you expo. Try to understand the woman. Be it your mother, your sister, your daughter. 
try to understand her, right? And just do what you think she would like, yeah? Not what she says. Since you already know that we say the opposite, which is which doesn't happen all the time. But women, let's just help these people. Since they don't know, let's help them. And, you know, say what we what we want or what we need, right? Uh, Okay. Okay, I'm going to keep this question for last because it's a very broad question. Can people come and share their experiences on your podcast? Yes, please. Please and please. If you have a journey that you want to share with us how you went from this to that. It doesn't even necessarily have to be mental health. It could just be the craziest thing that happened to you in your life and you just want to come and share with us. You can share as much as you are comfortable with. As long as you are comfortable with it. We are glad to have you. Just let me know. Time and place, we'll meet and we'll do this thing, okay? We could even do a virtual, um, also called virtual recording, if that's that works for you. Again, so, um, someone said, have you thought about the fundamental differences between male and female health issues? I, I had thought about this thing, yeah? But I hadn't done a deep research. I still haven't. I did, like, a surface research, yeah? But um, me, I just used to say, oh, it's the society, right? That's why um, the issues that men and women face are different. But then after reading this thing, I'm actually, I'm actually worried. And I feel like we have a lot of work to do. People who are concerned about other people's mental health. We have a lot of work to do, especially for women. Because I checked the stats today and... The only thing that men are more prone to than women is substance abuse, right? Every other thing, women are more prone, or it seems higher in women. But then that's dicey also, because I know a lot of depressed people that are men. But for anxiety, I can understand, because naturally, women are warriors. So women are more prone to anxiety than men. Women are more likely to develop specific um, specific phobias. Um depression seems and i use the word seems more common in women why because it is hard for a man to come out and own up like he's depressed right men are not usually help seekers except they've had it up to here yeah so a man will not just come and tell you oh i'm going through this man i need to talk i'm happy that in recent times men open up more but usually it's when they've had their feel that they now come and say oh this is what i'm going through so that is why uh the the i think would i call it a gender bias is there when they're counting um the cases of depression in women than in men because women they just want to get this thing over with right but on also factors that affect these things i just used to say society because it's hard out there for a woman guys i'm not even trying to be sexist right now or trying to be feminist or anything being a woman it's like you have a target on your head just by being a woman because you're told how to dress, you're told what to carry on your hair, you're told what length of nails to do, you are <laughs> you are told what's wrong with your body, you're told what's not wrong with your body. If your body is perfect, it's a problem because you're drawing all kinds of attention. If it's not, you are still drawing attention because they're telling you how to be, what kind of mother you should be, what kind of wife you should be, you know. I know that men have this, but to, if we're being very honest, they don't have it as much as women. So it's only natural that, you know, you think more, you worry more, and then all of these things develop. I mean, then you have gender-based violence. Yes, there are cases where women abuse men and attack men and all, but it's mostly the women who are on the receiving end of this thing. 
We have child care. <laughs> Relentless. Continuous child care, which is a lot because I mean the children are your your children. You can't throw them away. But there's more burden on the woman to take care of her child than there is on the man. It's like, oh, that's how you were created. You're the nurturer. So take care of your children, right? And then you have to do this down, do this. You can't throw them away. You don't take breaks from childcare till you die. Even when they're adults, you still, they still have to come to you for advice. You worry about the, how they are living, how they are feeding, what they are doing. And then if the child now decides to, to yawo, that's more worry. You worry, you pray, you worry, you pray. I mean, you that are listening to me, think of how your mother worries about you. You get, I mean, there are things that your father doesn't bother about because that's just the way they are built and that's the way society has structured them to be. Then we have income inequality. I think this is this is one of the biggest deals because, I mean, if a lot of women had the kind of money that they wanted and they didn't need to depend on their husbands or fathers or whatever, the men in their life or whatever, for some form of support, I think it would be slightly better because it gives you... The truth is, when you are broke, yeah, you are almost powerless. But you know how when you've been broke and then salary just comes and then your account is fully gained. There's this confidence that comes with it, right? It's the same, I, feel, I feel like it's the same thing for women. If they would earn as much money as they could for work. or You know how women have to take a back seat because of their children. After childbirth, you have to raise your children. You probably can't go back to work and all of that. So it will make you very, and we don't even want to talk about like post, what's it called? Postpartum depression? Is it postpartum? Yeah, I think it's postpartum or postpartum. I can't remember. Like after birth, the depression that comes after birth, which happens for both male and female, by the way, because I mean, you have a new human in your house that you don't understand. You're trying to figure out what's going on. There's that, right? And then we have our society, man. Our society, society telling everybody what to do. Men should be like this, men shouldn't be like this, or men should be stronger. They should, I mean, after a, a cold drink, they should be fine, you know. They would always figure it out. Uh, but it's not so easy for the other people, you know. It's, it's not easy for anybody, right? Now, I even feel like for men, yeah, I feel like men probably even go through more than women go through because there's so much pressure on your shoulders. You have to be a provider, you have to be a protector, you have to be all of these things, and you cannot feel. You are not even allowed to feel. For women, there's a small window of, oh, eh, if you do this thing, somebody will help you cover it up because you're a woman, you are the, um, what's it called? I can't find the words. But for men, you have to be the man. You have to do this. There's no help coming from anywhere. Nobody's going to help you do nothing, right? So... It's easier for them to probably be depressed or anxious, but because of the way they are built, they probably just hide it and then we don't even know what's going on. Next year, I strongly want to talk to a lot of men because I feel like there's so much that's going on that they don't talk about and they just bottle it up and these things turn out to be big issues, especially in their old ages and then there are things that they now pass to their own sons because the way you are brought up usually is the way you're going to bring up your children, except if you make conscious and intentional efforts not to be like that, right? So um um it's like a renewal, it's like a yeah, it's like a renewal of a cycle. You're not breaking anything, you're not changing anything. So your son would probably grow up to be like you and oh maybe worse because I mean the world is changing and then the methods are not changing. So I, I'm I don't want to promise because I don't know what next year is going to be like, but I would try as much as I can to bring men on the show and talk about what men go through, right? I feel like we're giving women enough gender for this year. 
we're still going to give you guys ginger next year but i think we need to really talk up talk to men feel like they go through so much and they are not at liberty to share so that they don't come off as weak here so um yeah that's all the questions i have um yeah you could keep your next questions for our next time i hope you guys enjoyed this episode uh you guys know who i am like i said i'm gonna miss you guys i hope you miss me too we're gonna be off for three to four weeks i think three weeks yeah so that i can go and refresh and i'll go and gather gist christmas gist as i'm going home whenever i go home and i'm with these older people there's always drama and chaos i promise you people that i'll be writing them down that's if i'm not running out of the house because i'm the designated ekaite every i'm sorry if your name is ekaite that's a stereotype i'm sorry i'm the designated maid for every every um festivity in my family right so i will try as much as possible to gather all the gist that i'm able for you guys against next year i want to say thank you so much for coming on this journey with me this winged journey we've been on vibes honestly and i want to thank you for believing in me and sticking with me and i'm promising that next year would be better and i hope you guys interact more next year i don't know why you are shy i hope you guys interact more next year so see you in 2022 guys bye